We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Presented by Under Armour and Sleeper Fantasy, welcome to Light Years. Andy Liu, the first half of the season is over. The Warriors finished the first half of the season with a 140-137, I hate that score, just to be clear, uh, win over the Utah Jazz, and they officially enter the All-Star break above 500. I'm not going to lie to you, I feel like it was five seasons in one in that first half i went through every range of emotion i forgot chris paul was still on his team honestly. <laughs> he'll be back the first game after the all-star break i think we think so yeah right they had that first part of the season then they went on the bad losing streak then then he got right then draymond was out then then, <laughs> then now we got tonight the lead of the show tonight is that clay clay is going to come off the bench for the foreseeable future and that's that's another season that's the fifth season i don't say i don't like i don't know I'm in my low 30s now. You know, you're you're a couple years older than me. We're gonna be in our 40s by the time this season is over. What the hell are we doing? This is amazing, though. This is amazing. This is uh, hey, being a Warriors fan is like a job at this point. It's amazing. I know, right? It's and it's uh, yeah. We buried the lead. Clay came off the bench. I feel like that's the biggest story tonight, right? But it's 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 been that kind of season. You know, like uh, beginning of the season, hot start. Oh shit, this is gonna work. Then Draymond decides to. Enter the WWE. Uh, Chris Paul is a starter for an extended period of time. They play just like I don't know, disgusting basketball. I, I don't know how else to describe it. It's not not watchable. Then we go through the uh, Wiggins coming off the bench, Kuminga era. Then we get the Kuminga breakout era, and now we're in the Clay coming off the bench oh, era. That's right. Uh, and Kuminga breakup era. God, I forgot about that. Good call. Yeah, good call. Yeah, we got we got it all, and all of that to get us to twenty seven and twenty six, which is like two games worse than I probably thought they'd be. So it's not even that big of a difference. Um, but let's talk about Clay. Yeah, I don't think I could have scripted it any better. I think uh, I didn't know how he'd react to it. He had his best game in God knows how long coming off of the bench and more importantly than that did you see the way he reacted at like the halftime interview and the post-game interview like there's this idea that clay's stubborn and prideful and all that sort of stuff and uh i don't know watching the way he reacted to it and embraced it and 
obviously he's prideful, but just like being positive about it, like it made me happy. This version of Clay Thompson right now, who seems pretty happy uh, right now. I don't know how much of what's the percent of copium right now is, is, is Clay is having, but this is why you pay uh, Steve Kerr, however much money you need to pay Steve Kerr. I think that that's what, that's how I feel because there is no other coach that probably gets him there um, because there's such a strong, strong sense of belief. I don't, you're not paying Steve Kerr to get the rotations, right? Cause you don't, you don't get that right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's not how you, that's not what you pay Steve Kerr for, but you stay, you, but what means more to this team, right? Is, I mean, in all seriousness, what's, what means more to this team is, is, uh, is Clay Thompson bought in, um, is, is him being happy and coming off the bench and, 35 points tonight he's making threes that um, <laughs> i haven't seen since last year that was really cool um i think if you're a true warriors fan i mean that that's, that's what In 27 minutes by the way yeah 27 minutes man he only played 27 minutes it's incredible wow and um i don't know like yeah it's only two to three minutes different but like sometimes just getting it in a different flow might mean everything to him i'm gonna, I'm gonna play the little clay sound from post game okay well, what was kind of your your approach, your mental approach in those clutch moments throughout the game? Uh, well, in the clutch moments, I did miss a couple of really easy looks, such as life. But uh, throughout the game, when I'm running with that second unit, I realize you know I might be the more of a focal point through the offense. So uh, that's a fun role to play, and. Um, I just really, I just wanted to take it upon myself to prove to coach that I was going to respond like the champ I am, and I thought I did that well tonight, and I learned some things tonight that I'm going to carry with myself throughout the whole season. I, I feel like we don't give enough clay enough. Uh, I don't want to say grace, credit, whatever the word is. Like the guy was one of the best crunch time players, clutch players of a generation, and had his body robbed from him with injuries. Obviously, coming back, he's going to try to prove he can be everything he was beforehand. Like the idea that it's going to be easy to get there, it, it feels like something you read in a movie, and that's not like how life actually works. I I, I agree. I, I think there's a lot of there's so much nuance to Clay and the Warriors that I think it's always going to be hard to have a definitive opinion on how it feels. Which is why I think this coming off the bench thing. It's interesting to me that it comes at this time because now they're doing it right before the All-Star break. And so now he comes off the bench. What if he plays terrible tonight and they don't play a game for a week? They play the Lakers next Thursday night, right? So found it fascinating that this was the night that they do it. Was it because, you know, Clay had that terrible foul at the game last night? But again, he closed tonight. So it's like, so it's all it's all fascinating to me. I, I find it, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I believe that, they should have done this a month ago. I always thought, you can roll back the pause, they should have they should have brought him off the bench. But I also think that if they didn't, I don't think it was a wrong thing. I, I think they may have, like in therapy, you know, brought to you by BetterHelp, they always want you to come to that realization yourself. Like, if, if people, like, you know, Draymond could use it, right? Like, it's, it's you can't just tell someone what to do and, they're, and they, they, they believe right. in you and then they're going to do it. They, they've got to realize it themselves. So maybe... You know, maybe for Clay, it really took all of this for him to, to finally realize, you know, he should come off the bench. I don't even think – I don't think it's even him coming to a realization he's not even good enough because he's still close tonight. He's still going to close what? What do you think? Like 60% of the games probably moving forward, maybe even more maybe than that, more, right? Yeah. Yeah. Two so starts, it's like, yeah. 
I think the, they have other question marks. <laughs> Maybe we'll get into that later. They have other question marks. To me, it's not Clay in that closing lineup. But um, but this this him him believing this and being all in on this is probably one of the. I mean, you could call it one of the biggest sh- shift points, pivot yeah. points of the se- of his career of this of this career probably it's it, it just feels like it's something you don't have to think about anymore like if you yeah. want to yeah. like the politics are gone like okay all right we're gonna start you know we're gonna take wiggins yes. off the bench okay that's fine we're gonna go clay off the bench okay that's fine uh there's no one who it's weird to say you're coming off the bench anymore and that was like the final piece of the puzzle there's one other piece of audio i want to play for everyone here mm. real quick Found out this morning, me and Steve had a good talk about it. And, uh, you know, you could do two things. You could pout or you can go out there and respond. And I thought I did the latter very well tonight, um, especially no turnovers and missed a few box outs though. But more importantly, uh, I realized I'm going to play a ton of minutes. So you just got to let the ego go when you think of coming off the bench and all that. So, I mean... I thought about Mono Ginobili. That guy has four rings and gold medal, and he came off the bench his whole career. And I don't think anyone looks down on his Hall of Fame candidacy. He's uh, one of the greats, and I thought I'd – I mean, I embraced it that before tip, and, uh, I mean, I deserved it, really. I didn't didn't respond to the not playing at the end of the game well last night. Kind of took it out on the assistant coaches, and I apologized to those guys before the game. And I think that really let uh, my guard down. And let me just be myself out there. Did you feel free out there when you were playing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because uh, the moment you worry about what people say or what headlines will be written about being benched or the streak being broken, is when you go out there and you don't play with that love, that compassion for your teammates, and that freedom that has got me to this point. So. Uh, I realized that I didn't want to go to All-Star break on a sour note and have my best game of the season, hopefully build off it. There's a lot. There's a lot. I, I probably should just open with that one. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. I, I think um, one is, and people have noted this a lot, is you know he's, he's amazingly self-aware about this. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think you don't see this from anyone. Uh, I also think that he's – He's fluid on this stuff because, you know, he had that quote at the ringer saying, you know, kind of he's open, taking a step back. And then last night he's chewing out the assistant coaches because he didn't close and he played a terrible game. Like those things are happening at the same time. He's not just saying, okay, like I'm happy coming off the bench. I'm always going to be happy coming off the bench. Like that's just not who that's just not who humans are. Right. He's telling us in real time that some days I'm I'm happy with this and some days I'm not. And I think people are, are, you know, me included. I think people are like. Okay, he said he's happy taking a step back. We shouldn't worry about it. Like that's just that's just not true. <laughs> he says one thing. Some days it's not going to be. Some days he's having it real rough. Last night one for nine, right? And then tonight all of a sudden he comes off the bench and he's happy about it. But he might not be happy about it against the Lakers again. And these things just keep keep changing and moving. And we have this like I feel like we have this behind the scenes. Uh, it's like we're watching a documentary unfold in real time. Thanks to him. Thanks to his honesty. <laughs> thanks to thanks to Clay. I mean, he's just no, super honest about it. That's pretty cool. You're 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 100 right because him wanting to do the right thing and him dealing with the human emotions of how you actually feel letting go are not the same thing. I think he's a good teammate. 
I, I have no reason to not believe he's a great teammate and someone who will accept this over time. That also doesn't mean he's not a human who like you're asking one of the most important players in franchise history and a person who like, I, I don't think we talk about how much clay defines his identity about being like a founding father of the warriors dynasty. And like, it's me, it's Steph, it's Draymond. We're right. equals, like that sort of thing. Like you're asking him to look at dudes he thinks he's on the same level as and be like, yeah, I'm the one who fell apart first, you know? And, and it's like, and and the worst part of it is it's it has nothing to do with him. It has everything to do with injuries, you know? Like, yeah. I do you... If I asked you five years ago, who's going to be better in five years, Clay or Draymond? Not only would you and I have said Clay, I think the whole world would have said Clay. Like, come on, man. The shooter's going to age better than the 6'6 center, right? But you never know what happens with injuries. And so that's where we're at. And like, I think he's handling it honestly better than I thought he would. If I, <laughs> if I really want to take a step back about it and like, you know, it's, it's it's cool to see the stuff you said earlier uh want to go back on kind of you you change the vibes of the team doing this too uh, i think there's it's less political it's less about all right we're, we're kind of worried about clay tonight if he doesn't close he's going to be pissed everybody's walking on eggshells you know pods is playing yeah. pretty well but he's not going to get the close i mean look at moses moody steve got to come out and apologize because uh, because Steve couldn't, you know, part of it's like, apologize you know, I love tonight too. By the way. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll get to it. But it's like, you can't close with Moody because, because Clay is, is going to chew you out or he's going to be Moody and no, no pun intended. And I think those things maybe are, are less important now for this team. That's really trying to win at this point. Cause they really saw themselves five games under 500. I mean, it just took till then for them to realize like, Hey man, if you're not playing well, you're just not going to play, regardless of of how great you've been for this franchise. And I mean, he's still got so much in the tank left. It's 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 unreal how great he looked tonight. That's the real, the real stuff. Is like he was shooting he was shooting threes off the bounce with his legs flipping sideways. Unbelievable what he was doing out there tonight. So um, he still got juice. I I like that this move maybe means that this team has less uh, has less bullshit around them just less bullshit around them, especially when it comes to the last 10 minutes of games. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> we're entering the, we're entering the second half of the season end of it. Like, I don't even know how much I want to talk about the Utah game. If I'm going to be honest with you, like there were positive signs there. They played with pace, they moved the ball better. And then there was all the same negative signs we saw in the Clippers game, inability <sighs> to close, uh, over helping the only difference is Utah's not as good as the Clippers, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. was there any difference with the way they played down the stretch other than Sexton missed shots that Norm Powell hit and John Collins gets a rebound and throws it out of bounds. Whereas like Zubach and Paul George don't do that. Right. I, I don't even know what the fix is for this right now, because whatever we say theoretically is the fix. I'm sure they've thought about it already. Um, I don't know what you're supposed to do for a team that has consistently lost games like this throughout the season. They go up by 20 points 
in the fourth quarter, and every single Warriors fan knew what was going to happen. They threw out a piss-poor lineup. Why am I watching Saric again guess- at all? And then you watch him with Quinones. They blow the lead in two and a half minutes. The go- the lead goes from 20 to 10, two and a half minutes, and you already know we're in for a slugfest the next 10 minutes, right? So I'm just – I mean, Sam, we've watched this so many times. What can you even do? What can you and, even do? And I guess, like, with the closing lineup, it's like Wiggins needs to box out better. Clay needs to box out better. Kuminga needs to box out better. And it's it's the same story over and over again. Uh, and, and it's hard not to walk away from it being like, I don't know, maybe they just need one of those guys to be traded for a better player. You know, like, 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 I hate to like be the bearer of bad news, but like, you can keep building around it as much as you want. Maybe the talent gap is just maybe they're just hitting their ceiling with this roster, and that ceiling is like a mid tier playoff team at best. Sure, but I don't know. It's, I will say, they're they're definitely rolling into figuring out the best version of this roster. It's just a question of how much upside that roster has. Yeah. Light Years Podcast, we are brought to you by Under Armour. Steph Curry makes you believe you can do anything, and the Curry 11s are specifically designed with ultimate bounce, grip, and stability to allow everyone to do their thing. New generations of ball players are coming up, showing the basketball world that old rules do not apply. The future is exciting, fast, positive, and hungry. This NBA season, rock with your favorite player and rep his shoes. On and off the court, the Curry 11s are perfect for both the committed and casual ballers. The UA Warp Tech makes the shoe feel like it was designed for your feet. Locked in no matter what you do on the court. Stop in your tracks with dual-density UA flow cushioning and traction and emergency brake you don't even notice. Steph's 11th signature shoe steps into the second decade of his sneaker career, pulling colorway inspiration from the wonders of the positive and modernized future. On off the court, take these kicks with you when you leave the scrimmage and rep UA wherever you go. Do your thing. Change the game. Future Curry. The Curry 11 is available now at currybrand.com. The Warriors are now nine and four since they've returned from uh, the absence related to Decky's death, and you know it's it's kind of tasteless to to mention that as the changing point. But they did have a ten day break, and I do think we all say they've been a new team since then. Sure. Uh, I have the stats up here; uh, they're eight and four. They're obviously nine and four since last night. I don't think anything changes since then. They've been a top five offense, top five defense top five net rating in that period of time. Nine and four is a good record. They've also lost four games in which they led down the stretch, three of which by one point, and the fourth being that Clippers game, <sighs> uh, which was two nights ago, which, you know, we're, we're joint potting this now, uh, which might have been the most frustrating loss of the bunch. I guess my question for you is, like, what do you read of this spell? Like, clearly they're better, but what do you read of it? I think you're a lot higher than on them than I am. I think that's the first thing. The second thing is I think they have they have to figure out how to close with Kaminga and Wiggins. They just have to. Have to. There is no way for this team to consistently win close games if they cannot close with two, those two guys. And my reasoning is you do not have enough great defensive players on this team right now. You cannot close with Stefan Pods if you really want to make a stop on defense. Um, I love him. I think he sh- should be playing 25 minutes a game. But if you really, really want to be against the great teams, you cannot. You have to figure out a way with those two guys. And I think they they 
are happy like tonight to not close with Kaminga. And then you will tell me that Kaminga didn't box out. He turned the ball over. Yeah, he did. Wasn't great. But they need to find a way to get him in there. To me, that's they 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 found they got close to that. That's what the stretch is, right? They're nine and four. They closed with that a bunch. They started with that a bunch. They figured some stuff out there. But my fear, Samuel, is that they start to move towards a like we saw tonight. All right, now we got to get pods in there. Oh, Chris Paul's back. Now we need his leadership. Right. And and defense. Now it's like, what are we doing? So Lester at power forward, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that that scares me. That really I, I think tonight you can chalk up a little bit to fatigue, honestly. I think you could chalk up a little bit of tonight to fatigue. Gone in at 3 a.m. Altitude, back to back, old. Like I'll give them this one that they blew a 10 minute, 10, 20 point lead at the end. I'll I'll give them that. But yeah, like last night, it's just what do you you can't you can't make a single stop. This is James Harden. This is not prime James Harden. You got to be better. I mean, I'm watching. Who's a lefty? Amir Coffee. Who's Amir? Who's Amir Coffee? What is going on there? Right. You got to sure. be better sure. against. And so I don't know. Comments at the Warriors Twitter love TJD. They want him in the start closing lineup. I don't know. Do you? Can you close with TJD? It seems kind of crazy, but they got to find a way. So that's. I don't even know if the answer is your damn question. To me, it's just like those three got those two guys look much better. Can they figure out a way to keep closing with those guys? I think they're asking a lot of their wings mm -hmm. with Kuminga mm -hmm. and Wiggins. And maybe it's unfair to Kuminga, probably less unfair to Wiggins, given his age and <laughs> salary. True. It's a fact. True. But that's the type of – they want to play the small ball way around Draymond. They need their wings to perform better, or they need to admit they need a big man. One or the other. Right. And I don't think they want to go to a big man just yet because Draymond at center is such a mismatch. Uh, I mean, it's it's the foundation of multiple titles for this team. It's the foundation of four titles. You have the right guys around Draymond at five and Steph at the one. It's unbeatable. We've seen it over and over and over again. So yeah. I think there's that. But then there's the the realistic side of it, which is like, okay. But what's the best way to play this team? Uh, and and maybe it is more trace. Maybe it is more trace. Uh, but I want to take it a step back, which is they did get over 500. <laughs> they are kind of – they were on the verge of throwing the entire season away, right? Yeah. They still have work to do. But how do you feel about this team's opportunity to get out of the play-in? Uh, going into the second half of the season, knowing you got 29 games left. 29 and 0. Ah, there yeah. we go. That. No, <laughs> I no, think I was, um, I was messing with you. <laughs> I, oh. They need to win 20 games, though. Like just being right. a realist with the standings. I looked at it. It's pretty ridiculous. It's, there's a lot of like 48 win teams here, right? Yeah. Like yeah. there's a lot of teams. I, I don't know what the exact number needs to be, but they. There are five games back right now. They would need to go 21 and eight, uh, potentially. You Actually, know, not impossible. We looked at the schedule. Actually, not impossible. No, it's not. No, it's 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 doable, but like the margins very thin, right? It's it's ironic that the margins are thin both in the standings, both during the game, and just both overall for this team, right? It's just mm -hmm. it's just. I mean, they'll come out, they'll the all-star break, they'll play the Lakers, and it'll be another crunch time game that, that they'll have to play at home. I, I, I think they made a breakthrough in that they consistently are going to be better than they, what they were this season. 
earlier this season, right? I think we were frustrated with a lot of, I think just a lot of like, it didn't ever felt like they played Warriors basketball. I think there are large stretches right now where they play true Warriors basketball. Tonight, didn't they play 36 minutes of straight Warriors basketball? It's amazing yeah. to watch. And then uh, it's 12 minutes of recent Warriors basketball. Certainly that's what that was. But um, I think the floor is a lot higher. Floor is a lot, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. The the floor is a lot higher. They should where be. Where are you right? with my guys' pods? Where are you with my guys' pods? Because I feel like um, if you Speaking of high to, floors. If you want to be negative. Well, negative is not even the right word. But like, all right, so they didn't make a big move at the deadline. They're probably not a true contender this year, but they do have something cooking. And a lot of that has to do with getting guys like Pods and Kuminga taking the next step and then hopefully having a good offseason to to build upon it. You know, like maybe this isn't the year you make a deep run. Maybe this is the year you you set standards, you get a bunch of players, and you make that one big move, and next thing you know, you're back, right? Um, you know, it could be LeBron, you know, <laughs> that sort of thing, right? What do you think of someone like Pods? Because he's been, to me, he's been like the the revelation for most of the year for them. By far. By far. I mean, he was incredible last night. He was he was really good tonight. Um, I kind of don't understand how you're that mistake-free as a rookie. I kind of don't get that. Because he almost plays, he almost plays like CP3, except he doesn't move in slow motion and he can shoot the ball. Yeah, it's super fast. He's <laughs> super smart. Really, yeah. is what it is. Like he just he just knows where to play, where to pass to. He rarely makes the 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 bad pass, especially in transition. It, it, there's a lot of Iguodala, and it, it's this one play that he makes that's we're so used to when you talk to Warriors basketball that no other Warriors player can make right now. Um, except for Draymond. He pushes the ball in transition. He passes it to Steph. It's Sometimes it's that simple. He's the only guy on this team that does that, except for Draymond. Wiggins has no idea how to dribble or pass, so he, he so he never brings the ball up very rarely, unless it's just dribble up and start offense. Clay, I mean, he's not passing the ball. Uh, Kaminga, <laughs> I mean, like, did you see that pass tonight in, in crunch time? He tries, but let's just stick to going to the rim, right? But when you have pods, he gets the ball in transition. He's the only guy. He knows exactly where Steph is. He gets Steph those helter-skelter threes. Steph, and you know how, how great Steph is for that. And it's it's a high-level vet play. You normally don't see that from a rookie that is trying to – Who's 20. You know, yeah, trying to get their own shots. He's like a true point guard, but also he he looks to score a lot. Like He shot 12 times tonight. He's not a – like he's not a, oh, I'm going to shoot six times and try to get people involved. Like, that's, that's not who he is either, though. I'm calling my shot. He's going to be an all-star. I, I, next year, I'm that's insane. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like fully aware of all the physical limitations. Like, he's kind of slow. Uh, he definitely doesn't get vertical. Like, he, he doesn't look the part in many different ways. But I just, I can't get over the fact that he's a 20 year old rookie from a mid major who is the smartest player on this team, not named Draymond Green or Steph Curry. Uh, he can shoot the ball, he has touch. And just the feel stuff, like he's a better rebounder than Kuminka or Wiggins. Great feel, elite feel. I'm going to bet he's going to figure out how to adapt that because like, he's not getting more athletic, but he can't get stronger, and he's only going to keep getting well, better in terms of feeling stuff out. Like I, I just can't really think of a rookie who's this smart 
who like peaked as a rookie. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, you got me thinking. I mean, there's there's you probably you probably can't think of anyone. The only thing I think is, and this is nitpicky as hell, is that uh at some point are they gonna be able to close with pods and stuff? Like let's say two years from now, like where pods is like really awesome, like really, really great, and he's 23 and he's he's gonna be a you can tell he's gonna be sure. a superstar. And then you've got Steph who's you know gonna be 38. And it's like, can you close the two those two guys and win games on defense? But maybe it won't matter because Paz is going to be. I, I dude, the thing is, you you mentioned this in the off season. How good is Paz going to be coming back next off season? After next off season, like he is going to be. I mean, the threes are he's shooting at thirty eight percent. He's probably going to shoot down on volume next year. He's probably going to figure out how to draw fouls. He's probably going to get even stronger, ten pounds of muscle. He's going to be better defensively. He's already a great elite field guy off ball. So, I. I was wrong on him. I love Tony when I'm right. I love it. I love it. But <laughs> but you gotta admit, man. Like I just I didn't really see it coming in because he just doesn't look like a guy. But he's uh, a guy in a redraft. Where does he go in a redraft? Where top five. Top five. I mean, top three. Top three. Okay. Wemby, so Wemby, one hundred percent. Brandon Miller, one hundred percent. I think it's a free for all after that. Yeah. I really do. Like you could tell me Hawkes. You could say Scoot. You could say one of the Thompson mm. twins. Yeah. Um, but like, it's a complete free for all after that. Like I'll take the two, uh, really tall guys with that much skill sure. over everyone. But like, that's it. Um, God, that's ridiculous. That's amazing. I mean, I mean, Hawkeyes has been struggling. So, I mean, pods, the production too. It's not just, we're not just saying this shit because he looks good. The production is off the charts. It, it is it's 13 and eight and eight every game. And this dude is like, he calls himself mini Draymond, but it's like, no pods, you shoot 38% from three. I wouldn't say you're mini Draymond. I would not say you're mini, but you know. Hey, Draymond's a forty guy, forty percent kind of. Yeah, yeah that's my favorite part of Draymond this this year. He's just he's playing out of his right. uh, out of his mind, uh, both in good and bad ways. Uh, <laughs> Did you see the the he was making some some yeah. finger? What was the guy? Is I, love it. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's right. right. He's twenty three points why. tonight. That's my guy. Let's end it here. All Star Weekend. Who you got, Steph or Sabrina? Ooh. So let me lay it out for you. I got the Ooh. rules officially. They're okay. shooting from the men's three-point line. Both of but, them? Yeah. But she will shoot with the W ball, and he'll shoot with the men's ball. So, Oh, that's not fair. Wait, how far is the women's NBA line in front of the, the NBA line? About a foot? Let me double-check it. Uh, oh, Steph's going to you... crush her. I mean, that's not that's not fair. They should have her shoot from her normal line i'm I'm sure well i mean they yeah should it's shooting. okay sorry one 22 feet and two inches as opposed to 23 nine so wow and, and, and the and corner half. and then the corner's the same so yeah steph is gonna this is gonna be a blowout i, I but wow. yeah, that's tough that's wow. almost two feet i don't know her too well i don't know her too well so you you, you know the the people that watch the WNBA, please feel free to correct me but i feel like anytime you got to shoot two feet behind your original line that's Against the greatest shooter of all time, I, I can't. What are the odds? It's got single, be stuff like single, 200. single shot. Uh, you know, it's just one time. Like if they played yeah, like eighteen sure. holes, like I, I go step because, <laughs> you know, but metaphorically. But I, th- I think it's actually really going to be really fun because, uh, one, she put on a show last All Star, yeah. where she broke his record, uh, so she can get as hot as anyone shooting the ball. Uh, and, uh, two, you know, shout out Steph for, yeah. 
for doing it because Thank like you. I don't know that there's upside for him. There's only downside. If he wins, everyone's gonna be like, duh. If he loses, people are gonna troll him. But you know, he's still game to do it, right? He's so, so. secure though, because it's like if people troll him, so what? Like, whatever, dude. Who cares? Right? It's just like what y'all know who I right, am. Right, but like think of some I, other I players who know, might not do I that. I, <laughs> I well, but no, every other player, and, and especially I mean, you're saying LeBron, I agree, but really any player, any great NBA player could could do a dunk contest. Gun contest has been a joke my whole life. Except for Levine and Gordon, it's been a joke. And Steph, uh, Steph isn't the three point. Isn't this three point shootout going to be the most watched thing over the weekend by far? Are you watching skills competition? Exactly. Yeah. You're not watching. I don't even know who's in it. You know, I so. don't even care who's in the dunk contest. Nobody cares. Like this is the the show. And and uh, the comments are throwing Caitlin Clark out there. Caitlin Clark is. I mean, holy shit. Yeah, maybe we should do that. Maybe it should be Caitlin Clark versus. Like that would be. Yeah. Oh Kay- no, they're Caitlin they're saying, from the Bay though. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know Sabrina. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce the last name. So Sabrina is from Walnut Creek. I thought that was pretty cool. Wow. Uh, wow. I did that not know that. Disrespectful. No, I didn't. No, I'm saying I did it. I, did, <laughs> I just didn't know. Somebody was like, she's from the Bay. And I was like, really? I mean, I don't even know who she is, dude. I didn't know that till like, I don't watch women's basketball. And so it's like, I just didn't know. Somebody, people are saying Caitlin Clark and Sabrina versus uh, Steph and Steph and uh, do that. Shout out Miramani. You're right. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't watch it. I don't watch golf. Like, I don't know what you guys are. You guys are killing. People are killing me. <laughs> I don't watch tennis. I only watch the finals. Um, anyway, I should be. I'm excited. Who do you It'll got? It'll be fun. It'll be fun. I'm not betting against Steph. Come on. <laughs> like, like, like you, you bet against Steph. You're trying to be like fake smart. You know? Uh, uh, you want to know what the odds are? You want to know what the odds are? Let's see the odds. It is, uh, it is minus 550. So. Play bet on Sabrina. I saw that. I mean, I mean, she should put up a show, but it's just, it's a rough one. I can't wait. All right, we, we get out of here. Appreciate everyone. Mm-hmm.